Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Oh, here we go, boys. Go. Love that sound. This is a good one. Hello. Hello, Dana. Hello. I've been trying How's to reach you about down? your car's warranty. Yeah, right. <laughs> At least they stopped calling now, you know, in the last year or two. Oh, I still get all sorts of spammy calls. It's never ending. Yeah. One good thing about, I guess I don't know if Androids do this, but one good thing about iPhones always gives you the possible spam. And I just Yeah, take, no, mine does that too. Yeah, I just take their word for it. I'm like, yep, not answering that one. Right yeah. to voicemail. Never leave a message. So rude. What if I wanted yeah. to talk? That's right. You would have answered. Exactly. Exactly. So what are you doing up in Orr? Uh, working. Fishing and working? Yeah, not much fishing. Uh, well, mm -hmm. working. Well, you know, now it gets dark at, well, it's going to get worse after this weekend, but it's really not much time after work to do anything, so. Right. It'll be a, a long winter of weekend fishing, but yeah, that'll be fine. Doing some hunting here and there. Gotcha. Yes, You're fishing sir. Minnesota made? Not this year. No. No, no, because I wasn't sure about this job that I took up here, if it was going to happen or not. And then my partner was buying a house or bought a house. So he's like unsure of what he would have, you know, financially. Right. He's like, I'm pretty sure I'd be okay. I just don't want to, you know, it's his first house. He was freaking out. I'm like, yeah, well, let's just take this week, this winter off. And, but right. I'll, uh, I'll be back next year. Yeah. You get 
Yeah, we'll be back next year. We'll we'll just win and be done with it. I mean, mm-hmm. not, not be done with it, but let's just go in and win. But there you go. Anyways, uh, all right, let's uh, let's talk tournament bass fishing. Alrighty. <laughs> so you are a traveling fool. Yeah. So you know what? Let's just back up. Because you did some traveling last year too, didn't you? Um, yeah, just the one tournament though, because um, oh, right. COVID COVID had hit, so right. that pretty much shut down the season after March. Okay, well that's covered then. Let's just start with this year. So this year it was your first year as a boater in Loon State. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yes. All right. And you fished as a boater all six events? Um, did I? I don't know. I'm asking. I don't you. remember. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to. Th- you know, I don't, I don't remember if I think the first tournament I, think, I fished as a boat as a co. Was it the first one or first two? Like the first weekend? Where were we? The first weekend. Blue. Oh, blue and green. Because I shit the bed on blue, bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's I'd... when you called me. <laughs> While well, I was getting gas at, yeah. at five to six. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. You're supposed to be here. What a dummy. Well, actually, it wasn't, it wasn't five to six. It was like 15 to six or 10 to six or something. Anyways, I was late. I wasn't that late. Yeah. And got crushed. <sighs> Pretty much. Yeah. But you I, know a, that, I know that feeling. Yeah. You had, well, you had a decent season, I thought. I did. I did. I finished seventh. I mean, kind of middle of the pack. Yeah, and from going from like not being a bass angler just a few years ago to being a boater. Uh, I mean, you're kind of a good example of like what I recommend people. I'm like, if you want to really up your game, find a local bass club and start fishing as a as a co or a non-boater or whatever they say i think you're gonna learn so much yeah Um, but you're basically getting a guide you know right six days out of the year for a pretty good deal whatever your club dues are (laughs) you know what i mean like right and i don't know if every club is this way but our club is you can't fish with the same boater more than once in a season so you're guaranteed to see six different fishing styles. Right. I mean, that's that's a huge advantage, I think. I, I wish I would have known this was a thing decades ago. You know, my whole brain thing was like, I need a boat before I can get into tournament fishing. Yeah, no. And that's a big message. That That's kind of my big message. That's like, that's going to be my push is – just because you can doesn't mean you should. Oh, um, 100%. you know, well, you see it a lot. I mean, I see it in the guys and I see it in the women too. Um, you know, biting off more than you can chew is a real thing. Um, and I think being able to understand how to be a good, uh, just a co a good co angler or a good non boater is essential to understanding the whole entire big big picture and process of it because it's not just 
cut and dry. I'm going to go out there and hammer them and, you know, fish against all these big sticks. And it doesn't work like that. It's, it's a process and it takes years to accomplish. I mean, honestly, I've learned more just fishing the back of the boats than, than I, I could have ever been taught by anybody. Well, I just feel like you're always going to more, you're always going to learn more from the back of the boat than you are from the front, just because, well, like I said, you're getting a different, you're, you're tapping into somebody else's knowledge base. You know, when it's, when you're up at the front making all the decisions, what are you really learning? You're just going to do what you, you're, what you're going to, what, what, all you're really going to learn at the end of the day is if your decisions were right or wrong or not good enough or whatever. Like you didn't really learn anything new that day. Whereas if you go out as a co, this guy goes and does this and whatever fish is this way. And you're like, I would have never done that. And he caught fish, you know? Right. It's, you know, it's, you're just that's an experience you're not getting in the front of the boat. Yeah, definitely. And it's, um, it teaches you a lot just about, um, you know, being able to adjust every time you're in the boat, you know, you're with somebody different. You, it's, it's a whole new, um, you know, whole, whole new day. Nothing's the same. Mm-hmm. The spot's not the same. The style's not the same, nothing. So it really teaches you just as an angler in general, um, to be able to, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know, adjust, um, yeah. Just yeah. works, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so what were the, so what were your takeaways from this year, or do we do we want to run through the season? If can we apply our memories? Are are they going to hold up? Because <laughs> I can never count so. on mine. Half the time I do my weekend recaps and rants. I'm like, ah, I think I did. Oh wait, no, that was Friday. It's like <laughs> they're all over the map. If I would just like write shit down, it would it really help, but. I don't. So right. No, it is helpful. There's that. I guess we don't really need to go with the one by one through like the club events, but just kind of bring us through like your summer as it progressed. You know, like the challenges you faced, things you learned. Um. Um. So yeah. we started fishing what in March. So we went down to uh, Ray Hubbard down in Fort Worth, Texas, in March. Um. You know, fishing down there, they get going quite a bit earlier than we do. And um, this was my second my second time on Ray Hubbard. <clears throat> Generally, when I go down there, I don't do a lot of pre-fishing. Um, I got down to Ray Hubbard, fished all day of day one. We knew the weather was going to turn. They were already talking about canceling day two because um, it was just going to get wicked and snow and all this crazy stuff in Texas. So... Um, we knew that we pre- we really only had day one. That's all we were going to get out of that tournament. And everybody knew it going into it. So um, I fished all day, fished my style and my jam, and I didn't do didn't do very well. Um, what, what's to, your what's your style and your jam? Um, jig fishing. Okay. Well, that's throwing I mean... a, throwing a jig and uh, throwing a senko. Finesse right. is just my go to. Those are two. Um, those are two solid. Uh, if, you know, if you had to pick two styles, those aren't too bad. Yeah, yeah. No, Shark told me one time. He's like, you know, people don't generally pick up a jig 
you know, as their first like go to to learn. And I'm like, oh, well, then I'm picking up a jig, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. just my personality, of course. Yeah. Um, there so we went we went down there and we knew we didn't have a lot of time. And that was really the crunch of it. By one thirty, I hadn't caught any fish. And um, we we're just casting this uh, this big rock ledge. We we're sitting in about 17 feet of water and we we're casting up to shore um, they were still in transition. So they were 10, 12, 14 feet. Wherever you'd find them, you just find them off that rock ledge there. Just kind of swimming around. And um, I hooked into that seven pounder, um, throwing that jig. And it, it was utter chaos. And <laughs> on my part, <laughs> like, I seen that fish and I was like, oh, Lord. You know, because you don't get to see stuff like that in Minnesota. Not quite of that magnitude. Yeah, not, um, not too many sevens swimming around. Yes, yeah, 7.04. There's a few, but not many. Yeah, so we finally got the fish in the boat. She nets it, grabs my fish, and she's like, do you want to hold him? Do you want him? And I just looked at her, and I was literally trembling. My hands were shaking. I was just, My whole body was just shaking. And uh, I said, no put him in the live well. I don't even want to touch him. I can't even look at him right now, honestly. <laughs> so then I just sat down and I'm like, I think that really just happened. Yep. I'm pretty sure. And then I'd look in the live well and you know, it's, you don't, you're not always able to gauge how big they are from the top. Mm -hmm. Obviously you're looking down on them, but to see the mass of it, you know, lengthwise, it took up the whole live well. I was like, Oh man. So ended up doing really well. Big bass. I won big bass of the tournament, pro and co. I mean, I won the co side, but ultimately the bass I I caught that tournament was the biggest of the whole tournament, not even just the co side, yeah, pro nice. and co side. That's nice. So you know that's second place, big bass. I cash a couple checks. You know, so I'm on cloud nine. Um, well, I want to. I want to go back to that fish real quick. So yeah. you're casting this ledge. Did it hit on the fall? Um, about eight feet. So you could see the you could see the shore. You could see all the rocks and all the transition that would come down. Mm -hmm. And you could see down, I don't know, maybe three feet, three to five feet, maybe. And then it would there must be must have been another ledge there. Obviously, I'm not watching live scope and stuff, but uh, so I'm just free casting. You know, she'd cast, I'd cast like six foot from her you know, back. So we were kind of dragging at an angle across that, um, across that spot. And yeah, I think I was in probably about eight feet, eight to 10 feet. And that thing just nailed it. And I knew right when it hit that it was a big fish. I was going to say, how was that swinging on that and feeling that hook set? Um, pretty awesome. Yeah. Like... When I, when I set the hook, my rod barely even moved. <laughs> And obviously we're fishing rocks, you know, and I'm throwing right. a jig. Like, uh -oh. So, yeah, but I knew. I knew the second that fish hit that jig that that was a big fish. And then we saw it kind of, we saw it roll a couple times, come up to the top and kind of roll on us. And all you saw was that big old green body. It was so cool. God, just... it, it was, it was an experience. And then my boater's telling me, you know, I'm fishing a 7.5 rod. My boater's telling me, get to the back of the boat and my feet are just dancing. I can't even hear her. I don't even know what's going on. All I'm focused on <laughs> is catching this fish. And she's like, get to the back of the boat. I'm like, I am in the back of the boat. I don't know what you're saying. And she's like, 
the back right corner. She's like, I can't net the fish. And finally, after like a minute of her yelling at me, I finally get it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I got to the back of the boat. She nets it. We're good. It was, you know, quite a hoorah. <laughs> but so that was a pretty that was pretty neat to start the season off that way. Yeah, um, I'd say. Yeah. So that put me in second, um, put me in second for angler of the year right away off the bat. And then we went to, I believe it was Cattle Lake down in Louisiana next trip. And that was in May. And that was, um, that was interesting. It was a lot of fun. Um, I did all right. I think I finished fifth on Cato. Um, but there were some beast fish caught out there. Um, Sherry Jacks, the gal that I had been chasing, you know, been following for the season, you know, from go, she took first in that tournament that I placed second. So, um, we go down to Cattle Lake and she's got to show me up a little bit and catch a, <laughs> um, a 9.08 pound bass. Oh my God. Um, it was absolutely insane. Literally legit took up the whole live. Well, it was, it was very cool to see. Um, and they do a big program down there, you know, down South. If you catch a fish over certain size, um, the committee or whatever that org, you know, the conservation program for it. Is this the share a lunker? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they will, um, dedicate a percentage to the fish based on the size of the fish. So she was at nine pounds. I believe she said they paid for 75% of her replica. Oh, that's sweet. And then all you had to do was video, you know, take a picture of the fish and video your release of the fish. And then that submitted you. They got it all taken care of. She was taken care of right there at the tournament. And, you know, she'll have her replica probably by next year. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Um, the interesting part about being down there, well... We knew the storms were gonna were gonna pop off. They told us about noon, so everybody was pretty, you know, pretty uh, watching the sky. But you heard it all morning from takeoff. You could hear the thunder coming. Sure. You knew it was gonna be kind of wicked. It's a little bit different down south than it is, you know, in Minnesota. Um, so we heard the thunder roll in all day, and we're fishing along, and we're just not even th really thinking about it. And all of a sudden, my boater looks at me and she uh, says a couple words. And she's like, the weather. And I looked at her and I was like, oh, my gosh. We literally turn around and we can see it coming. And she's like, we got to go. We got to go now. So we get in the boat. We get everything locked down and we head for it. And it's a legit. It, it might have been a tornado. I don't know what it was. <laughs> But it's a legit wall. You can't see through it. There is nothing beyond it. All it is is rain and water and wind, and I've never seen anything like it. And I looked at her, and I'm like, go. We got to go. This is trouble. And we hit, that, we hit that wall, and it was like you were drowning. <laughs> there was water coming from the lake. There was water coming. Like, that's what you felt like. You felt like you were being waterboarded. Sure. Like, it was it was pretty intense. Right when we hit that wall, I turned and looked at her. I'm like, no, nope. We turned around before we sank the boat and uh, like literally spitting water, like nothing I've ever seen in my life. Like you couldn't even like 
you couldn't even catch a breath. Hmm. It was so intense. So finally we ran back with the storm. Um, we were going to tie up to the dock. Nope. We were going to sink the boat there. That didn't happen. So we cut over to the other side and found a post right off the shore. We kind of tucked up under there and tied to the post and just rode it out. But so when we get back, we call for a truck to come get us because we're stuck, you know, quite a ways away. And um, they're like, it'll be a while. Just hang tight. Just hang out. Well, the weather finally kind of let up a little bit. So we're like, I'm like, go. We got to get out of here. So we get back to shore and there's about 10 or 15 boats just floating out there. Well, what had happened is everybody was paying attention. So everybody bolted for um, for the launch when about noon came, 1130. Well, they weren't fully prepared for how fast the storm came in. So we had, I think, like 15 to 18 boats at the launch when the storm hit. So everybody's out there in five footers. Oh, like trying, trying to, to load their boat up, yeah. you mean? Well, oh, just trying gosh. to maneuver because at that point, once the wind hit, it was it was just insanity. Nose to the wind. Every boat's facing the wind and every boat's on a five-footer foot roller at, at the launch. One of the gals had gotten there minutes before the storm pulls up, you know, next to the dock. She's going to go grab her truck. By the time she gets back, that boat is already underwater. Oh my Pre- gosh. They're they're bucketing, you know, like it was it was pretty intense. It was the worst storm that I've ever been in, that I've ever fished in. Um yeah, it was it was it was pretty intense, but everybody was all right in the end. We got everybody loaded and um but that was that was an adventure right there. Jeez, I guess. Yeah. Oh, but I ended up I ended up taking fifth there and what an awesome fishery uh Caddo Lake is. That is is something else. Like you got to run the shoots. You can't just run a lake like we think. Run a lake? Um, no. You follow the signs or you die. Yeah. Ultimately, was that a bunch That's, of like because of submerged timber? I assume. Yeah, it's it's like being on a railroad track is how it reminds me. Like it will take you straight this way. Then all of a sudden you're gonna ninety this way, and then all of a sudden you'll come to this intersection. In the middle of the lake, and it's like, well, you can go straight, you can go left, but that's <laughs> it. Those are your only two options. You're wow. going straight or left. It was it was really cool to to see, but it's a little spooky when you're riding in somebody's boat and you've never been on it. Uh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I had a lot of fun fishing it. I didn't see any snakes. I was good. You um, <laughs> the snakes. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> But then, um, let's see, we came to June, and we went to Bull Shoals. Um, how was Bull Shoals? Bull Shoals was not that great for me. I think I finished in, like, ninth or 10th. Um, yeah, I think it was, like, ninth down on Bull Shoals. Um, just wasn't, wasn't really my jam. I figured I'd do okay. I fished down there before, so I had a pretty good idea what was going on. Um, but we had a pretty good, we had a pretty good second day, I guess. I only weighed in one fish, but it was still a lot of fun. We caught a lot of good fish and uh, learned something new. You know, we're out catching, you know, catching mean mouth out of twenty three feet of water. 
you know, it was it, it was pretty cool. Hmm. On a on a swim bait, like I have yet to catch oh, a mouth. Oh, that's new for me. So yeah, they're fun. Even that little two pounder, you think you got a five pounder on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty good. And then we got to um, what was it? The championship. We went down to Logan Martin, and uh, that was cold. Twenty degree takeoffs, Ooh. and then by yeah, then by eleven a.m. it when was seventy was or seventy or eighty. So this was just a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. Dang. So the championship was down there a couple weeks ago. Um, it it was um, horseshit for me. I didn't I didn't have a great tournament. I'm pretty sure I finished last or fifteenth, and the sixteenth gal had to go home before the tournament started. <laughs> Oof. So yeah, but you know me, I'm like, okay, that sucked. So then I, you know, take that experience. I got 18 hours to drive home. And I'm like, all right, well, what does this tell me? This tells me that my jig and Cinco game is super effective prior to spawn. It tells me that I need to um, up my topwater game a little bit for post-spawn. And I probably need to stop being so stubborn and throw something <laughs> else. Uh, so, there could be some of that. I do remember yeah. seeing a few posts about... Uh, I don't know which event this was. Maybe it was a – might have been a Loon State event. I don't remember. But something about I don't throw crankbaits. <laughs> and I was like, well, you might you know want to start you trying. Know what I got, you know what I got my, my ass kicked on down on uh, Logan Martin? Crankbaits. Yeah, well, crank maybe, baits, maybe it was that. Maybe it was that late. Crankbaits. And it's... I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to throw a crankbait. But I got this knocker. I'm like, okay, I will tie, you know, a line knocker. So I tied on that line knocker. And I'm like, pretty much the same thing, right? Only, you know, you feed the line through it. It's mm-hmm. It will slide on your line. And then you tie your treble on. And I'm like, same thing, right? Same, you know, kind of color scheme. I'm like, why not? Nope. Was not effective. It's only different action. Yep. Yep. Um, nope. Yeah, so what's the hang-up with crankbaits? I I just don't like them. I don't like throwing crankbaits. And it really brings me back to the river. So um, I, I fished a couple tournaments down there, and I've watched people throw crankbaits, and I've watched people lose their mind because they catch 15 pike in a day. And then I look at them, and I'm like, yeah, but you're throwing crankbaits. And they're like, yeah, so. And I'm like, well, that's a lot of action. It just seems like an early time of the year to have that much action, you know. That's why you're catching pike and walleyes and all the fish you're not targeting. And uh, I just, I don't know. I just don't like them. Well, it's it's a, it, they're definitely a time and place bait. I mean, definitely. I yeah. And that's that's what I've kind of recognized. And maybe I don't like them because I don't know enough about them haven't experienced enough with them but i just if i could finesse fish all year i would like i don't need to go 2.8 miles an hour and look for bass with a crankbait Mm -hmm. you know i've been in i've been in boats i've been in some pretty cool people's boats before and i look at them and i'm like why are you going so fast and they turn around and look at me and they're like you sound like my old lady (laughs) 
I'm like, well, you're missing all the four pounders. And then they look at you and they're like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. Because what I have discovered about fishing is it at times it can be intimidating, but I don't let that stuff bother me. But men and women think completely different. Oh, well, yeah, that's across the no, board in, a, in every subject. Well, no, but this one is is valid. This one is 100% true. Like, I've sat out there in the back of a lot of boats and said, what in <laughs> what are we doing? Why are we here? This doesn't even make sense to me. Why are we fishing so fast? Well, we're looking for the bass. Well, what do you mean? You're missing all the bass. Three miles an hour is fast. Maybe. Like you fast. might might be missing the bass, but to say, again, it's a time and place. I'm not, not just crankbaits. Like, there's a yeah, time no, where you got to move fast and find the active fish, and then there's definitely a time to slow down. I mean, on green, you know, right after blue, you want to talk about fishing slow. That that was my jam. Uh, that was my yeah. jam. I mean, I, I fished the same shoreline the entire day. Yeah. And just was soaking that wacky. Just Yeah. No, I get super it. Super slow. But it's just that to me, it's like, you know, I said when I started the season, um, when I, you know, I had the whole idea about fishing this, the women's tour and, and doing all that. Really, it was a test kind of to myself, like, can I take this jig and wacky and go down south and catch bass all year? And and keep in mind, I didn't fish those lakes. Mm-hmm. I didn't pre-fish those lakes. I didn't pre-fish up until the tournament. I legit got there, went to the meeting the next day, got in the boat on Thursday. So it was kind of it was kind of more of a challenge and a test for myself. Like, well, can you do that? Because when I was learning bass, everybody wanted to teach me all this different stuff. And I'm like, I'm a little hippie for too much information. Like, I can't handle, my brain doesn't handle all that. Like, I got to nickname stuff because I don't even know what that bait's called. <laughs> I got to nickname like, stuff. <laughs> I do. Like, Gooby, the little Gooby, uh... the little uh, mega bass little Gooby. That's one of my favorite baits to throw. And... I couldn't ever remember its name, so I'd just call it a gooby. And people look at me and they're like... Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. What are you talking about? And I'm like, I know what I'm talking about. And that's all that matters. Right, so. right. <laughs> but, you know, like, you see all them rods on the deck and it's like, excuse me, sir, do you really need all of those to catch bass? Yes, unfortunately. No, you don't. Sometimes. Like, okay, if you're in the elites... You're in these big, big tournaments. I get it. I'm not knocking anybody that's up there and knows and fishes hardcore, like, by any means. But to my lady brain, I see all that, and I'm like, that is just chaos. That's too much chaos for me. Well, you definitely <laughs> just, have to, I mean, you definitely have to organize it. You can always put some rods away, but... I mean, in a perfect world, yeah, I'd have two rods on the deck to start the day, and it would stay that way. But you can always—that's and that's how I start the day. Yeah, you and can always I, tell how. Well, and I—that's how I usually start. I'm—I mean, I, and I, I mean, fish the day, and I'm like, you know what? If at the end of this day I suck, 
Oh, well. Oh, no. If it's a bad... You know I've struggled. Oh, I come to dock and every rod I have mm-hmm. is laid out on the deck. Yeah. <laughs> it was not yeah, a good we day. Know, <laughs> we, know how, we know how that goes. And the thing about me is, like, I'm going to have those same two rods when I come when I leave and when I come back. And and it doesn't matter to me how it goes either way. Ooh, if I get I my butt kicked. I think I just have too much FOMO for that. I, well, and you know what? That's an ego thing. That's where, where us guys, you know, our, us girls fish differently. Like our brain just is not thinking the same things you are. Like we're not, you know, I, I don't want to say we just don't have as much ego. I don't necessarily think that's an ego thing. At least not for me. I can only speak for myself because uh, I'm not like. Well, I mean, the, everybody the, wants the FOMO, to be successful. Well, yeah, obviously I want to win. And everybody wants to be But the thing that's well. – the, the, the FOMO part, <laughs> like if I only had two rods and I had to pick two rods, if I didn't do well, I'd be kicking myself thinking, I knew we should have brought a crankbait rod. Or why no, didn't I bring no, this? Why why it's it's more of the uncertainty. It's not, it's not so okay. much my ego kicking. It's more of like I left something on the table. Like I could have done something better. If anything, this, it's an attack on a, my ego. <laughs> this is a great valid point. To exactly what I'm saying is you're thinking, well, gosh, I should have threw that crankbait instead. Why didn't you go somewhere else? Like those baits would have been effective. You can't convince me that that whole entire lake would not catch fish. So my process in it is, you know what? They're not hot here. I'm fine somewhere else where they are. Well, that's a, that's a risky move. It is. It is, but it's fun. And Farm Island is 100% proof that it's valid. Because I hit, I hit my first spot on Farm Island when we were up there. And I know that that lake fish is hard. Have I fished it? Eh, not that great. Not really. So when Tommy and I went out, I literally, this is, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't tell people this, but I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> so when I launched my bo- or you know launched my boat and I'm waiting out there I legit turn my imaging on and I just pick a spot and I'm like where are the bass today and I look up at the sky and I'm like it's not raining it's kind of hot like where are the bass at today and that's where I'll go and you know because I didn't do any pre-fishing on farm island we hit that first spot. I was there about seven and a half minutes. Tommy caught a small mouth and I looked at him. I'm like, reel up. We're leaving. He looks at me and I'm like, this ain't it. I, I just, I'm such a vibe person. It's, it, it, <laughs> I just am. Like, I feel it. I'm like, this ain't it. We ain't catching big fish here. And we pulled up to that spot and I looked at Tommy and I said, Tommy, I bet you a hundred dollars right now. They're here. I said, it might take us an hour to find them. I'm like, just be just be cool. We're going to be on the move, and, and we're going to find them. We fished that whole entire area, all of it, all the way around, all the way back, and we came to this, like, the north corner of it where it kind of rounded around, and you, could, you couldn't see the current in the lake, but you could see the current right through the area. And we casted those three spots, and guess what we're loaded there? the bass and i'd fish through that whole thing tommy come behind me like i even at one point gave him my rod told him to get up on the front of the deck and i sat down i'm like just take this rod flip it right there 
and you're going to catch these bass. He couldn't catch a bass out of those areas. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do to help him. You know, I'm trying to help him. Like, I know the fish are here because I'm catching them. Um, but so we'd fish that area. We fish those three spots with that current. And I'm like, all right, pack up. We're leaving. And he looks at me. He's like, what? I'm like, we're going to let it load up. We'll come back in an hour. I said, I bet you another hundred bucks in an hour. They're loaded back in here. And that's what we did all day. I'd make a run down the lake. We'd fish like an hour, hour and a half. I'd run back up and sure as shit, all three of those spots were loaded up every time I came back to them. Those are nice spots. I like when you find oh, like that where they reload like that. And I pulled that last fish, like, and then I started calling two and a half pounders. And I'm like, then I called a three pounder and I'm like, what? My mind was blowing. I'm like, I hope, I hope I got him. I'm like, oh no, I needed like 15, 16 pounds. I knew it when I came in. I'm like, oh, I'm at like 14. I'm like, somebody's going to have me. And of course you and then Cody. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I was pretty proud of that. I was proud of that. Oh, it's great. That, that was, was a great finish. That was a it was hell a of a bag. Fest. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. You know, when I didn't so catch, fun. I didn't catch a ton of fish that day. I just, I caught the right fish. I mean, I did make yeah. some key calls, but. I fished pretty slow that day myself. Um, it was a that was a jig bite for me. I yep. think I caught a couple on a sw- yeah. I did catch a couple on a swim jig. Yeah, I just- caught I caught every one of my fish on a jig, um, and I I couldn't do anything wrong. Like I'd literally just flip up there, just let it sink, boom, they would just nail it. And it wasn't just like a little tiny bite. It was like a smash it bite mm-hmm. all day. It was so fun. And I I felt bad for Tommy. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, you know, because I want he's my co. And yeah. I'm like, just I'm... take the rod. Here, just drive the boat. I'm like, you know what? Just do it your <laughs> do it yourself. Cause I felt bad. I'm like, God, I've caught like 10, 12 fish off this spot. And I couldn't get him yeah, to I'm, hook up with any of them. I'm the even same. if I didn't cast it. I I hate like and I technically they're a competitor, but like I can't yeah, when I'm catching fish and the and the person in the back of the boat's not catching fish, I just I don't do well with that. I, I hate that. Like and maybe I should maybe I shouldn't care, but I do. I, I just I don't know. It just sucks. Yeah. Although with Well, that I mean said, he did he weighed in three fish. So it wasn't like he was empty handed. Right. I mean, but it it it's so hard and I know it from both perspectives, you know, and and that's the cool part about it is when I'm running a boat, I'm still thinking like a co-angler as well. You know, I have I have both sides of it in mind. Like, you got to keep that person in mind. All those things that when you're fishing and you get frustrated with or that you've been irritated with in the back of the boat, like, obviously, you're not going to you're not going to want to do that to other people. You didn't appreciate it. And at one point, I'm just like, take the rod. Just... <laughs> Just take the jig. Can't say I've ever done flip that. It up there. I'm like, um, Tommy, I was like, I'm trying, bud. Like, there was like 15 minutes left, and I'm like, okay, I'm sitting down. I'm like, I'm not, because I'd give him the rod and he'd hand it back to me, and I'd literally flip in there two casts, and I'd have a fish on. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, I couldn't figure it out, but just technique, style, you know? Yeah, there was something, I don't know if they were just really picky that day um because i ran into shark like halfway through the day and 
he was frustrated, you know. Oh, and he I, was. We saw him too. And at this at this point, I had you know I had fish in the box. I had okay ones, you know. I wasn't mm-hmm. great, but I was you know I was doing okay. And uh, he's like, man, how? Where are all these? He's like, Dinkfest, or where are all the? the how, I can't catch a two pounder. I was like, you know, I thought he was just kidding. I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's like, no, I can't. I'm like, what? I'm like, well, I got, I got two pounders for sure. You know? And he's like, man, well, I can't figure out so, where they're at. And I'm like, I'm waving my jig. I'm like, this is what I'm using. <laughs> just, yeah. And then went back so to fishing. You all ran south in the lake, and when we got to that first island right there, Tommy and I cut north. We went all the way north. We were fishing along, and all of a sudden, all the duck hunters are sitting out there. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, bud. I'm like, just shoot that way. <laughs> I'm like, I finally looked at him. I'm like, don't shoot me. He's like, we ain't going to shoot you. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, but I need to fish right here. Like, you know, the bass are right here. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't run into it. I didn't, yeah, I didn't run into any uh, duck hunters. I heard them shooting a few times, but. Didn't. Yeah, and they were literally 150 yards from us, mm. kitty corner of us. Sure. Yeah, so they were calling in geese and stuff. We saw all them flocks of geese come over us, and then all of a sudden I tell Tommy, oh, here it goes. <laughs> Cover your ears. <laughs> like, Watch your face. None of them hit my boat, so I was all right. No, that's good. But, but yeah, and then so that was pretty much the, the tour season was – um, was pretty good. Fish bass club. I mean, like I said, I finished seventh, so I feel pretty all right with that. Well, you had uh, a good like that. I mean, that's your um, best finish, had, third place, was it not? Yeah, I had two thirds, um, two zeros. I didn't fish that Sunday, and then I think I had like a three pound, so like one or two fish. Mm. So I mean. I'm at least, you know, breaking 50%, mm-hmm. but so I just got to work on it. You well, know? and this is how many, and this is what, was this your third season? Yeah. Third season. Yeah. Well, let's see. This year, last, yeah, so it would be my third season. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Like, yeah. You can't I mean, ever, fish- like, you can't really, like, expect to waltz into a, a brand new competition and, you know, loaded with people that have been doing it for literal decades and. Yeah, no, and I never take the place by storm. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and I never expect that. And like I said, you know, I pull up my map and I'm more of a visual person. Like what's, you know, what are the clouds doing? You know, what's, what's the wind doing? What looks good out here? What time of year are we fishing? Like, are we in May? Are we in the end of June? Is it the end of August? You know, are we fall bite? Like, that's how I fish. That's how my brain works. Like, I always know I'm going to have my go-to tied on. It's just a matter of how I'm going to fish the lake. Like, what I'm going to do doesn't really change or deviate that much. Like, if I'm smallmouth fishing, you know, I have my smallmouth bait. If I'm largemouth fishing, this is generally how I prefer it. Now, again, I'm still learning. So, like I said about the women's tour is after the spawn – you can see that my consistency, you know, kind of, kind of fades away. I, you know, kept finishing lower and lower in the season, which just proves I'm not, I'm, that's not my strength. The end of the season is not my strength that, you know, post spawn bite. 
but that pre-spawn bite, I can most certainly hold my own. Well, it's full season, so uh, I mean, I would, I would think there's some things you're gonna want to probably brush up on. I mean, I wouldn't be, sure. I wouldn't be um, comfortable with just knowing, like, well, I'm just not gonna finish strong. Like, well, if I gotta, <laughs> like, no, de- no, definitely gotta not. work on I'm that. Not, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you know what I do in a lot of my off time um, when I'm not, you know, traveling or working or fishing, um, I just start perfecting new things and how I fish things. It's like, I tell even, you know, even Amanda, the gal that's going to fish next season with me, I'm like fish your strengths, pick them up, fish them and, and just make them lethal. You know, like if you're in a place you don't know that you've never been, what are you going to pick up and throw that's going to catch you a bass? And that's how I think about it. It doesn't matter if you're in Texas or if you're in Minnesota. So, but I do have some work to do. And like I said, in my free time and when I'm just bank fishing or whatever, I'm not out in the boat. I just spend a lot of time throwing new stuff. Like, ooh, do I like this action? Do I like how this bait works? Okay, I dig this. Like, this is a good, you know, topwater bait for me. Um, So, you know, then my plan is the next season, I'm going to work on incorporating that into my, you know, into my yeah, go-tos. I, mean, I would agree. Like a, a day of the tournament, a tournament day is not is not is not the time to experiment. No, with, you know you definitely have to throw confidence baits and for um, sure. I, I would agree with that a hundred percent. But yeah, I think it's important to fish outside your comfort zone uh, when you're not in a tournament, though, to learn those to learn those other techniques. You know, and and I think you're on the right path as far as like. What time of year is it? What are the clouds doing? What's the sky? What's the water look like? You know, all as much information as you can gather. All that information matters. And Absolutely. You, you, and I Google Maps a lot. I'm big into maps. I like to check things out. And I like to, you know, I have a pretty good understanding of fishing in general. Because I've been fishing all my life. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I haven't been bass fishing all my life you know, doesn't really mean anything. Being on the water, I've been on the water since I was a little kid. So, you know, structure-wise, transition, time of year, all that stuff is is just relevant. You can go fish a lake you've never been on and find fish. I always tell my anybody I fish with or team up with, I always tell them, give me 30 minutes to an hour and, and we'll be on them. We'll find them. Well, it's always uh, a good confidence to have, that's for sure. Um, yeah. You know, the, like it, the calendar thing can get wonky. What I always find is how different lakes can be. You know, that last – so you didn't fish sturgeon, right? Or did you? Uh, yeah, I did. Did you fish sturgeon? Oh, you did yep. fish sturgeon. Those, yeah, those two lakes. Two lakes and, yeah. And if you draw a line west to east, they're about the same latitude north. You know, like you would think, okay – I found my fish shallow on Farm Island. They should be shallow on Sturgeon. I had nope. no idea what you all were doing out there. <laughs> nope. They I'm were like, deep. What are they all? <laughs> why is Luganville hiding out in 18 and a half feet of water? Like, 18 and a half, 20, 23, 25 I, I'm at like, times. what? I, like, I'm going to have to offshore all day? Mm-hmm. you got to be kidding me. I'm like, nope, nope. And that's where my stubbornness comes in. I'm like, nope, Define, nope, I'm going to find them. Yeah. I know they're up shallow somewhere, and we did catch a couple decent ones that day, but 
that next that 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 next, was junk. Pff, that was that that lake was stupid. But that next class, and by next class, I mean like a half pound more average, because that's what it was. It's like in shallow, mid depth, they're all, you know, pound and a halfers to mm-hmm. you know pound and three quarters, and then out deeper, I found them to be like two and a quarter. <laughs> it's like oh my god. Well, and then everybody came in and said, oh, I just, you know, I hammered them. I caught all kinds of fish. And I'm like, I didn't. I'm like, Oh, that's heck? that's right. I remember. You actually did. Remember everybody's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah, caught yeah, 100 yeah. fish. Oh, but I they were so all many. 11 inches. And I'm yep. like, I didn't even catch like 20 fish. I had my five in the first 15 minutes. But they were all... Yeah. They're all fish I didn't want to weigh. I mean, they were they were fish I needed a bump board for. So that's never yeah, that's never sick. good. <laughs> yeah, they're like right. thirteen inches. You know, you're like I don't want to weigh these, but I'm my goal is always five in the box. You know, I'll worry about size later. I want to flip <laughs> it in the boat and look at it and be like, live well. I don't want to have to question. Oh, usually so when you question it and you know it's small. It's like right on the line. I like just so throw much. that fish back. Yeah. Throw that well, little fish back. I'm weighing five. I mean, that that'd yeah. be my small consolation. Even if I got trounced, you know, eighteen pounds to six, uh, I had five. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> that's just a mental thing for me. Like I don't, I don't like not weighing a full limit. And I abs- I absolutely get it. Even if I, I came, I even if I came in dead last, you know, I'd be like, well, I got my five. So, yeah, <laughs> no, I totally get it. Um, my thing is I just, I just love fishing. So if I go out there and I'm in the back of a boat and my boater is smashing them and I'm getting my ass kicked, I don't care. Yeah, I'm... Like I, I keep the optimism. I stay positive. Um, a great example. I fished the, the TOC. I drew Fabiano. Um, and that was literally it was it was the craziest day ever because we'd be just we'd be fishing along we'd just be shooting the shit about something and he'd be like you know i could you really use a four and a half pounder right now and i'd be like well go catch it i'm like he's right out there he'd cast <laughs> a couple times and hook up on a fish and i'd look at him and he'd look at me and i'm like oh dang so we net this fish, get it in the boat. It's like 4.3 pounds. Jeez. And I looked at him and I'm like, hmm. And we're talking a little bit long. It's like 30 minutes go by. We're fishing this little area. And he's like, God, I could really use another four pounder. And I'm like, well, he's out there. Go catch him. Like five casts, four pounder. Whack. Jeez. And I looked at him and I'm like, I needed you. In, I needed you in my boat. I'm like, dude, this is a trip. I'm like, what is going on right now? So when he had his limit, I think he was at like 13-something. By the time he finished that tournament, he weighed 18 pounds, 4 ounces. And I literally stood in the back of the boat. I got my butt kicked all day. But I stood in the back of the boat, and I was this root man. I'm like, dude, you have to smash this. I'm like, you have to hit 19 pounds. Like, you got to upgrade this fit. I was just the hype man. It was so fun. That's awesome. But it was really... It was really neat to see that you can truly manifest stuff like that. Like, if if you truly put in the work and you spend the time and, and you do the work that needs to be done, like, 
it it was so cool. And then he was telling me how his girlfriend was, you know, she's big into that stuff, manifesting and all mm-hmm. this. And when it we are going to weigh in, I looked at him and I'm like, now you're going to go home and tell your girlfriend that you believe in, you know, manifesting things for your life, right? And he looked at me and started laughing. He's like, I think I kind of got her after that. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Like, it's, you don't see that every yeah, day. I can get behind that when it works. The problem is when I when I do that and it doesn't work, What what's the logical answer to that? You know, I'm like, I put it out there. Yeah. How come I didn't catch a four-pounder? I was putting it out there. I say that all the time, like right here, this cast, I need a four-pounder. And then I don't no, catch in, one. No, in, in legit. <laughs> Think of think of saying it, but literally every single time you said it, it happened. I watched wow, it. That'd be I crazy. I would never stop saying it. <laughs> and and he didn't. He didn't. I'm like, dude, so we got like, whoa, this vibe of this boat is super crazy. So that I'm lake like, that lake frustrated the shit out of me. Or those lakes. Without giving away oh. spots, what what were you fishing? What was he finding him on? Like what kind of structure? Well, I ain't going to give – I'm not – dude, that lake is that, huge. I'm not that co-angler. Come on oh, now. <laughs> deep weed line. That's what I'm talking generalities here. Like we, I said, I don't need were, to know what lake you're on. Just like – We were everywhere. Broad general. It didn't, general. It didn't matter if we were shallow, deep, docks, reeds, you name it. Like, we hit every part of that those bodies of water. It didn't matter. We could have been fishing the rocks. We could have been fishing 18 feet. We could have been fishing the reeds. We could have been flipping docks. It didn't matter. Um, but I should we, go search. I think the guy that won it, he actually, I think he's a YouTube channel. I never, I forgot to go look that up. I'll try to find it because he came in. He had like 18 the first day and then yeah. not as much second day, but then he came back with like another 18 pound the third day. It's like, yeah. holy smokes. So that lake that those lakes there um we're gonna end up fishing for the team trail next year Mm. and yeah it's it's gonna be dynamite it's gonna be dynamite everybody's like i hate that lake it's like i found some of some of the best areas that i've ever seen that i've ever even fished it was absolute insanity and i'm not talking in fabiano's boat I'm just saying over the days of the tournament. Sure. Um, you know, so there's there's some pretty good juice out there. And I know everybody kind of, oh, yeah, you know, Lahamadu, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, oh, I'm ex- I'm excited to go it's back. It's got there. good ones in there. They just, you got to crack the code. And it's not always the same. You know, they move around uh, year to year. Because um, so I got people have I got won my that book. totally different. You know, that like somebody's. It's been one on there before with smallmouth out deep, you know. It's like it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And I got I got my butt absolutely handed to me. And in this this instance of this time that I'm referencing was simply my mistake. Like I absolutely lost that tournament for myself every day. There's no question about it, you know. Like I said, Fabiano weighed almost 19 pounds, 18 something, 18.4 or something. Like I was around fish, but I definitely lost it for myself. And if I didn't on day one, I certainly did on day two. Um, I found some of the best dogs that I've ever fished in my life. There is one in particular, one, just one, 
that held more bass than I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. Um, I probably lost three or four out of it. I probably caught five out of it. The same dock. I was like, what's going on? I'd flip in there real quick. Boom. I lost that one. I'm like, why am I losing fish? I tie on some new floral. I'm like, what's going on? Flip in there. Lose another one. And at this point of time, I'm kind of getting pissed off. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know what this is. But so flip in there. I catch one. Catch another one. Catch another one. Flip in there again. Lose a four and a half pounder, four or five pounder. Seen them come out of the water. I'm like, what is going on? I just couldn't. Couldn't dial it in and couldn't win that one. But I totally, 110% lost that tournament for myself. Yeah, I didn't fish clean that tournament either. I lost a couple oh, I lost junk. a couple key junk. fish. Yeah. And I had Morales the first day in the back of my boat, and he was crushing me. Like, I had, absolutely crushing me. I had every fish I needed to win that tournament. I had every fish I needed. Some of them almost up to the boat. Some of them I watch them jump under the dock, Ugh. lose them. I, I legit was like going crazy in my mind, but I just keep it together and I don't, I don't ever get too stressed about that kind of stuff. And I definitely don't show it to anybody if I do. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> but, and see, that's, that's another difference. Like I'm having fun regardless. So oh, I'm having I fun. I mean, it's just, you're going to get all of, you're just going to get all of my emotions. That's all. I mean, yeah. And you, you were see me? in my boat when I dumped the big fish. You saw those emotions come I out. I did see that. I did see that five pounder swim away. Oh God! <laughs> but, that fish still but, haunts you know, me. I just I don't I don't let that stuff drive me. Like even if I went out and fished every day, and I got my ass kicked every day and didn't do well ever, I'd still appreciate the lesson because you're always learning something. And when you're brand new. And you just kind of put yourself in there. You're forced to evolve really fast. You're forced to figure out how to, you know, and some days that ball just doesn't roll for you. Other days it's like, oh, well, geez, you'd think I'm out here doing this, you know, every day of my life for the last 20 years. Nope. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. A part of me, part of me, I, I likes. Sometimes I get mad when I kind of lose my temper, but I wouldn't seem to say I lose my temper. It's more frustration. I don't usually ever get mad, mad. But when I think and, when I think back on it, I'm. This is why I love doing it, though. It's like because it elicits that response. Like I'm passionate about it, you know. And I'm like, I can't, I can't feel bad about being passionate. Like that's. Yeah. No, I know? I absolutely agree, and I'm the same way. And and my and, and it's never against anybody else. Like somebody beats me. I, I'm, I'm never, I never feel victimized. You know what I mean? It's, it's always, exactly. on, it's always on me. It's like, I should have fished better. I did yeah. this. I did that. And that's, yep. that's why that fish that you saw me lose still burns me to this day because that one fish changed the season. Um, that would have taken, you would have taken big bass. You would have won big bag. I, I probably would have won. And you would have took angler of the year. Yeah. Cause you it, it swapped. Jim, Jim had three wins that year. Yep. And I had two, and and the one was that Jim's third was that lake. Which, to just rub it in, he only fished half the day because <laughs> his 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 wheel bearings went out on the way up. He pulls in at like ten thirty eleven, goes out there and just 
proceeds to our ass, pound like, our face into the dirt. Are you are you guys even fishing? Oh my what? god! I'm like, well, where did you find him? He's like, oh, they're in the pads. I fished the freaking pads. <laughs> when we were up on uh, what was that one by Cambridge last year? Uh, the one we had to switch oh, to. Oh yeah. Um, uh, was that Fanny? I can't think of the name. Yeah. No. Was it Fanny? I think so. I think it was Fanny. Yeah. When we fished that lake. Oh, I got my ass everybody's always, to me on that one, too. Me, too. But everybody's always like, oh, there's so-and-so. There's so-and-so. Jim took off. Never saw the guy again for the whole entire day. And it's like the lake's only like a thousand acres. <laughs> like, where'd the yeah, guy go? he went go? up into Skogman. He did. He got up into Skogman. And nobody knew. I didn't even know you could get there from the other lake. <laughs> I had no idea. I yeah. might, I may, if I'd have known you could have done that, I may have tried it because the it wasn't working where I was at. And the yeah. kid in the back, the new kid, the back of the boat was crushing me. And yeah. he, he did crush me. He had five. I don't even think I weighed a limit that day. Oh, <sighs> I was so terrible. upset because I had a pattern on Coon, which we were supposed to fish that morning, that that was going to be a camp out spot. Like I had found a spot pre fishing on Coon that was loaded with, with giants. But it was yeah. a spot on the spot. Like you had that the boat in the right direct, you know, from the right angle. It was one of the craziest spot on the spots I've ever had to deal with. But I kind of dialed in. We get to that landing, and there's already another tournament there. It's like, oh, son of a, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was, I fished that tournament with Nick, and um, he pulled a guy like a 35, 36 inch, inch pike that day. <laughs> Bass fishing sucked, but he caught that big old That was stud. me this year. I couldn't keep the big northerns off my baits this year. Huh. They were hungry. I got like three big northerns. I caught two walleyes during, all during tournaments. It's like, what the? What is going on? The one walleye I caught was, that was on blue too. That's when I was getting my teeth kicked in the very first event of the season. And I'm fishing a wacky rig right outside the lily pads in the slop. And I catch a, like, I don't know what it was, like four or five pound walleye. You're like, what in the hell? And yeah. then I catch like a 30, what was it? I think I measured it. It was like 34, 35 inch pike. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you be kidding me. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, so that that was bass club. Bass club season was pretty good. I mean, I no. learned a lot from all you guys. And, you know, I've been in all of your boats, you know, so I've gotten the perspective of everybody. Mm -hmm. I think the only person's boat I haven't been in is Berg's. Um, Adam's the only one that I haven't fished with. So can we talk about Adam real quick? The, he was, he's crushing it. Like he was scaring me. Like, um, he was yeah, finishing towards the top on every, like he, I don't, did he win one? Pounds. Yeah. He, he was just savage. I think he won one, but he, if he didn't win, he was like, right. He was like second. Like, no, oh, I'm, I'm pretty like, sure he won one or he two. He might have won one. And then it was just there all the other times. Like, oh my God, dude, this, this. Where did he come from? Like he yeah. was, like he was killing it this year. I was like, for sure. Yeah, no, I know. You knew every time he was coming in with fifteen to seventeen pounds. Like honestly, just like, like, uh... like this season, he was the one. Like he was my ghost, if I can. Because like I'm all, you know me. I'm hard on myself. I, like I always, I never think I have what I have. I always think I could have done better. And I, you know, when I'm out there fishing, and even on green. I just I, I didn't think it was enough, you know. I'm like, they, I mean, these are decent fish, but they're just not like I need that next. I know there's five pounders in here, and I don't have five pounders, and I was catching right. them consistently, you know. And I had threes, 
which are great, but I knew there was fives in there, and I know what that lake's capable of, and I wasn't cracking that. And I'm catching fish. I just assume everybody else is catching fish. Like, and and that's I'm the same and I'm, way. <laughs> and I'm being completely honest. I'm just like, <sighs> somebody's just somebody's on them, you know. And yeah, I mean, I'm thinking Adam's got like he's got fours and fives. These threes aren't going to cut, and I need to upgrade. I'm just stressing as the day goes on i'm like yeah. why can't i i can't break this ceiling why can't i get above it and actually actually it was green adam and i tied for big fish but he yeah. put in for it so i got the, i got the moolah thanks adam appreciate that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how it was on farm island i i it wasn't like i i knew i was on some fish and i was good with that but i just kept thinking in the back of my head i'm like cody berg Dale, they got 15, 16, 17 pounds. I know they do. 18, maybe. I was just stressing. So when I came in and I was like, what'd you guys catch? And everybody's like, nothing, nothing, nothing. And I was like, no way. Are they are they bullshitting me? They gotta be. Nope, they weren't. <laughs> That's what I thought when I talked to Shark on that day. He's like, can't find fish. Oh, yeah, I'm he like, was irritated. I'm like, yeah, Tommy right, whatever. Too. You're on fish. I'm not even buying it. But no, he he struggled that day. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a fun season for sure. It um, definitely was. I got down and uh, I fished the BFLs, the Great Lakes. Absolutely got my butt handed to me this year. Um, last season, I had only fished the BFL Super. <clears throat> And I was ranked 117th um, in just that one tournament. This year, I think I was ranked 87th. There you go. Out of Moving four up. tournaments. Yeah, out of four tournaments, I weighed three fish. Poof. That's uh, yeah. That's tough. But here's the thing: is when let's see, was it last season that we fished the river a bunch? Yeah. So to the last two seasons, I've really just started bass fishing the river. We fished the river for walleye, you know, for years. Mm, yeah. That's always been a thing, you know, um, in my world. And in the last couple of years, I've just kind of got into the bass jive and I've learned a ton. Um, but going out there with those guys on the river is a little bit different than it is going out on the lake with people. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, that is a very, like, on the lake, yeah, everybody's fishing their style. But on the river, like, there is no deviation. That guy is frogging. You're frogging for eight hours. <laughs> That's, and yeah, I'm like, pretty much. dear God, pretty are you much. serious? I drew Jeff Ritter, one of the studs of, of the river, you know, and he looks at me. He's like, I don't even remember what he said. He said something, <laughs> something stupid. He's like. You're ready to go drop shotting and something else. And I looked at him and I was like, no. <laughs> He's like, I'm just kidding. He says, I'm just messing <laughs> with you. And I'm like, oh. Phew. He's like, yeah, no. Uh, we're going to go frogging all day. I'm like, oh, my God, that's even worse. <laughs> like, oh, who are you? <laughs> Why do you love it so much? And I ended up drawing him day two. So he went out day one weighed almost 17 pounds on his spot. So obviously that's where our day two takes us, right? Nothing. 
Hmm. One, one and a half pounder in that whole vicinity. Three hours we spent out there. Two hours just plugging away. Not a fish. Nothing. Wow. It was absolutely insane. And he brought in 17 pounds right from that spot the day before. Hmm. Yeah, the river is a different animal for sure. It Uh, is. I don't have much experience down there. My experience was the year we fished it. You know, that was the state tournament year. And I, yeah, my moral victory. Well, there was I. I came in with a limit, all four yep. events. I mean, yep. our two club events and the two the state tournament days. You know, I finished middle of the pack state tournament. Like that's just where I live. But I had my five. You know, both yep. days. I was like, I'll take it. Absolutely. Um, Amanda and I are talking about fishing the St. Jude tournament. Mm. Um, down on the river, next season. I think it's right at the beginning of May there, and then I believe we're gonna fish. Um, minnesota team trail as well and i believe the team trail starts off down there on the river so jeez you're then you're going to texas and arkansas nope so next oh you're dialing that back yep so next season i am gonna stick close to home um do some fishing back home in minnesota and wisconsin and then the wild card tournament for the women's tour will be down in missouri so when that comes around in June, I'm going to pull my boat down there and I'm going to go fish the wild card. So oh, if you okay. fish if you if you fish the wild card on the pro side, let's say you finish in ninth place. If all eight anglers in front of you um, have already qualified based on points or winning a tournament, then you as the ninth get that qualification spot. So you don't necessarily have to win per se. Um, to be able to qualify for the championship. Gotcha. So I'm going to fish the wild card to attempt to qualify for the championship. The championship is going to be fished on bull shoals. Ooh. Yeah. So that'd be a fun one. So, but that's the only tournament I'm going to fish out of the women's tour this season or right. next season. So, well, I think that's kind of smart. You can dial in kind of your home waters. Um, yeah, I really took a good ass whooping all year back home. Like it was, it was kind of weird. I don't know why it it just worked out that way. But I could go down south, fish these lakes I've never fished, and do exceptionally well against some really great anglers. And then I come back home and fish my own waters, and I'm just like just all discombobulated. I don't know. So I just want to spend a little more time. Um, you know, I mean, I fish so many of our Minnesota lakes. I just want to spend a little more time on them. Yeah, well, I think that's smart. I mean, well, Dan, I think, you know, I think you're on the right path. I think I like, I, I just love your attitude. I like reading your social media posts, you know, you do your little write-ups and whether you get, you know, you finish last or you finish third, you know, you, you have a, you're, you're even keeled, you balance it out. Um, you know, you still pick up on your competitive nature, but you know, you're not letting it get you down. You let it drive you forward and keep going. I don't know that I know of anybody that, that, is quite that uh, this is this might sound bad is <laughs> as com- as as comfortable with dealing with like an ass whooping you know yeah um you're just very you're very gracious in that and uh it's kind of refreshing to see and I, and I like that you do the work you know the one year you were you know the winner and you were just flipping just waiting for that spring tournament you know yeah um you're doing what, I love you're doing it. what you I love can to... you, you put in the work um yeah. 
I would agree with you. Just my my opinion, outside looking in, I do think your stubbornness is kind of hinders you at times. <laughs> and oh, I get no it because I am stubborn too. You know, yeah, definitely. I'm a Taurus, man. I can't help same Z's. Like, you know, yeah. like my brain, it's just like when I get something set in my head, that's just what it is, well, and that's, that's just my brain doesn't allow for deviation. Like, nope, this well, is what you're doing until. I, until you have to humble up, realize you got your ass whooped, and now you need to eliminate a little bit of that stubbornness so you can keep growing. Well, it's that's not a bad hap- thing. To- that's what happened to me on Blue. Like, I it's went into a- Blue, already, I already had my game plan. I already knew what I was going to do. Yeah. And it was not working. And it was clear it was not working. But I stuck with that game plan for, like, yeah. over half the day. And I finally was like... Uh, this is I gotta try something else, and then I finally found some fish. But like I didn't have a limit for most of that day. You know, it was like I was just getting crushed. And kind of like you with sturgeon. Like I went back and talked to shark and everybody else, and like, oh, I must have caught a million two pounders. Like, <laughs> dude, I couldn't. I was struggling for my five. Like yeah. I, was, I was in full freakout mode. Yeah. I got my five, but I finished almost ten last. It was terrible. Yeah. So. No, and, you know, I just, I use it all as, as learning and just keep growing. And, you know, everybody's time comes. Mm-hmm. If you keep working and you just keep at it, um, everybody's time comes. But it's not going to be, like you said, you ain't coming in here and whooping up on people. If you think in your first one, two, three years, you're going to be beating people. That ain't realistic, Mm-mm. you know. So, so you, if you keep that mindset of like, I'm just going to keep growing and stay humble and, you know, not let it bother me. Like, I don't care that people beat me. The fact that I'm out there even competing against you and having the confidence enough to say, I can go beat my buddies. Like, yeah, sure. Let's go bass fishing. Sure. I'm going to try You're You're one fish or maybe two fish away from, you know, it could have easily flipped instead of flopped on Farm Island. I mean, you're right there. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, that's a good bag. There's nothing to be, no, and to I was, yourself I had on that no day at all. It. Yeah, no. My, you know, three in it, what did I have? A three, three, five, eight for my big fish, mm-hmm. which is that a big fish? Yeah. No. Three, five, but eight when is a good fish. But when you're out there in your, you know, your little ranger and, you know, just fishing away and you bring in 14 pounds, I'm proud of that. And any person that shrugs their nose at it, you know, like I'm never reassess. Mad. I'm never mad at 14 pounds. Reassess <laughs> what you're doing and why you're doing it. If you look you know, at the average of like our club, you know, over whatever, like for you put in 14 pounds, you're gonna be you're in the mix. I don't care what sure. lake it is. I don't care what time of year it is. However, there's always gonna be somebody that has more. But 14 and pounds. If you'd had 14 pounds in sturgeon, you would have crushed. Which is yeah. my point. Like, 14 pounds is like a good median. Like, if you get 14, you're in the mix. You may not win it, but you're right there. And if it's a yeah. tough day, you're dominating with 14 pounds. So, like, right. the point being, like, 14 pounds is a good bag to have. Like, there's... Absolutely. Dude, that's like... I'd never be mad at, never be mad at 14 pounds. Like, no, and I felt good about it. Like, I, I t- I'm just proud. You know, if I don't win, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Look at these. Look at these bass. 
I caught my boat. <laughs> Look at these bass. <laughs> you know well, that, and that's the other thing I do want to say. It's like, um, you know, just to give you credit. It's like not only were you competitive, it, this was your first year as a boater. You you were ma- you were making the decision, that, and that that's huge. That that's like, you know, you have to live and die by that sword. You're you are living and dying by the decisions that you make. You know, as a yeah. co angler, you're a prisoner. You know, you can you know sometimes yeah. depending on who you're you know, boater is, they'll maybe take some advice or, you know, take some ideas or whatever. But a lot of times you're just along for the ride and you're going to have to adjust to what they're doing. So it's decision-making is kind of out of your hands, you know, for a lot of it. When you're a boater, well, you don't get that excuse. You got, you, it's put up or shut up, you know? Um, Yeah. There's definitely some pressure there to it, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't, I don't like leaving things to chance. Right. And, and I have, no shame in it, regardless of how it goes, you know, even, even going into next season, you know, the BFLs got my butt absolutely whooped. Like I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, my thing is progression, like keep growing. Yeah. For keep sure. bringing in more fish. If your first year you bring in two, your next year you bring in five, the next year you bring in 15, you know, it's just how it works. Mm-hmm. And then to me, that's the coolest part about it. And I was actually thinking about this today to be able to look back at the progression and where you started and how far you've, you've gone in, you know, the two, three years, you know, um, that you've been doing it is pretty amazing. All the places you get to see the people you get to meet, you know, just the experiences, you know, um, is, is cool. It's absolutely worth it, in my opinion. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Like I, I love meeting the new people. That's that's one thing I do like about fishing the state tournament is I meet somebody new every year. You know, I get to fish absolutely. with somebody new the, every year. And the cool part is, there's so many people that you know. Yeah. You, you may not be best buddies with them, but right. you know them from yeah. social media. Yep. You know them from X, Y, and Z, and it's just it's just a cool dynamic. And one of my favorite parts about it being the you know kind of the outsider i'm the girl in it right and that's in the bfls that's in you know bass club that's pretty much everywhere i go i'm the girl and i always try to make light of it and i try to make it fun and i tell a joke and i just be my cool self you know i try not to make anything awkward for people i don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable like this this girl's in my boat and it's like nah dude just don't kill me and that's all I ask. <laughs> you know, like, just don't kill me. I'm cool. I tell them all a joke. Get them laughing. Yeah. Like, right when we're ready to get to take off, I'm like, oh, I got a joke for you. Want to hear my joke? And they're like, yeah, I'd love to hear your joke. I tell them my joke and they're just like, <laughs> oh, man. And I'm like, see, that's how you start it. Like, um, the vibe of it that you bring to that situation is important as well. You know, that sets the tone for a oh, lot yeah. of things going oh, on. Sure. Yeah. And in a in a competitive nature and in competitive a competitive environment, you know, a lot of these boaters you fish with, everybody's striving for something. You know, maybe they're in fifth trying to, you know, gain points for AOI or, you know, maybe they're, you know, in first leading it and you get to watch them catch their winning angler of the year fish. You know, like there's a lot of cool things that happen you know, behind the scenes that people don't always recognize when you draw a boater, 
you know, I'm going to name drop here for a second, <laughs> like Cade Laufenberg. You know, I fished my very first BFL ever. That was my partner day one was Cade. Sweet. Well, obviously, I know all about him. Uh, you know, I mm-hmm. know what he does. I know that's his jam. And I knew going into that tournament, I was like, this is going to be, this is going to be a good day. And it did, it really turned out to be, I almost weighed 15 pounds on the river. My very first BFL, I was sitting in second place out of 106 anglers. That's awesome. (laughs) The only person that beat me out was Alan Bernicke. And he's, he's my buddy and I give him shit all the time. He's one of the best co-anglers cross country. He just is. Try beating that guy. Good luck. But I got to be behind him one time. (laughs) 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 You know, like, I didn't beat him, but I got to be behind him. Mm -hmm. I was the person chasing him. Uh, And I think that shit's cool. That is cool. Like, that's what it's about. It's it's pretty cool, you know, and depending on where you finish, you know, day one, if you have a good day, something like that. Like, to see your name just even mentioned with some of these other names that you've seen in the game for so long, you're like, why is my name on that board? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you like, get a little imposter syndrome going on, you know? Like, like I weighed what? those fish. I weighed those fish up there on that scale, and he's like, 14.8. You are fishing tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I go to grab my bag, and Kate's like, weigh your big fish. Weigh your big fish. I miss big fish by .02 pounds Oof. in that in that super. And it it was one of the coolest things ever, like, I got to fish against these guys. So when I figured it out, I beat out 106 co-anglers and I beat out like 102 pro-anglers with the bag that I weighed in on that day. So I beat out like 208 anglers, all men, uh, on that first day of that super. And you could say, you know, my partner's stellar. You're absolutely right. I watched a guy catch like 75 fish Jesus. in like an hour. Put on a clinic. He did. And I just sat there like a little kid. I was just amazed. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? Like, there's not fish around me. Like, look at, there's some sand. Like, I'm just going to watch. Like, I legit, the first two hours of that day, I just kind of cast around, just kind of searching for some. But I watched that dude just put on a clinic. It was I'm like, have you caught like 80 fish? I'm pretty sure you have. And he's like, yeah. He's like, okay, we're good. I feel comfortable where we're at. He caught his angler of the year fish, caught the fish. He held it up. He's like, this fish just won me angler of the year. And I was, I'm so freaking proud for that dude. That's great. Like, I don't even know him. And I'm just like, that's amazing, dude. Freaking cool, you know? And he's like, well, all right, we got to get you some fish in the boat. And I'm like, all right. So that little spot that he was specifically targeting, this one little tiny spot, he's like, ah, just flip your flip your Cinco up there. My second cast, I pulled a five-pounder out of the hole. Nice. <laughs> and he, I'm like, that's what you were fishing for the last two hours, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But that was that was a super cool day. And it's like you never get to experience that stuff if you don't just go do it. Right. Like, eh, I'm kind of nervous internally, but I'm not one of the people that's like, I don't, I don't, the only, I always say to everybody, even a lot of my uh, girl, my lady friends that fish, tell them the same thing. Like the only person that knows you don't know, or you're scared or you're nervous 
is you. The only person that's going to tell anybody how you truly feel and where you're at right now in that moment is you. If you say nothing, they don't know any different, right? So let's say, for example, you're backing down a trailer and your foot is shaking on the brake. You're so nervous. You don't, you know, (laughs) you're just kind of freaked out. Nobody knows that. Right. Nobody knows that. And if Joe wants to start popping off at the mouth, we'll just tell him where to go. And you just keep (laughs) doing your thing. You know, it's like people, people let um, that stuff drive them. And me, I'm one, I can shut that stuff down. I can push that all the way to the ground and you, nobody is going to know any different how I'm feeling in that moment, regardless. And I think that's a big part of it for me, you know, and my confidence and just, you know, being able to just go out there and do it. I grew up doing it. That's the Taurus. I mean, that's the, (laughs) that's that's using the stubbornness to your advantage at that point. You're like, I'm not going to, whatever, I don't care. I'm just not going to do it. You can, (laughs) you can look me right in the face and tell me that I suck and I'm not going anywhere. And I'll, I'll agree with you, (laughs) but I'm still going to go out there and do it. Yeah. Like I don't let, I don't let others or, you know, that intimidation or any of that affect me in that sense. Like, well, I don't care. I hope you have a sucky day. (laughs) You know, what of it? Yeah. Well, we're pretty much running into ice fishing season here real quick. Like, it's to be a long, long winter. And I'm, I mean, I love ice fishing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, But I do, you know, I, man, I really feed off that the tournament bass stuff so i'm looking forward to it next year and uh yeah shark's not gonna he i'm stealing the uh, longest drive on tournament Why? day from shark oh i'm like shark's not gonna what no. if you tell me he ain't fishing bass club we're calling him three ways no i'm i just i went i shot way past him yeah <laughs> so, so yeah you're way up way up yep. in the boonies huh way up in the boons boondocks but yeah, I know. I still plan on fishing for sure. So, so yeah, might absolutely. not be able to pre-fish as much as I usually like to do, but so is your plan to stay help. up there then? Yeah, this like, is this is the, my new home. This is my new home. Yep, this is, awesome, wasn't dude. the part-time job. This is the full-time gig. Well, unless they fire me, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Um, right. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is this is home now. So I'm on the on the shores of my favorite lake in the world. So it's paradise. Aww. Yeah, that's and that's what it's about. Like it don't matter about nobody, nobody else, nothing else. Like you just do you and go where you need to go and do what you need to do. That's it. That's what I'm doing. And uh, and the rest will just take care of itself. Yeah. And so I just, uh, you know, having fun, do this. But I just, uh, I don't know, I had a good time kind of just watching you do your thing on social media. And um, I think you should feel good about the way your season went. I, th- I think it went pretty good yeah. for your third well, season sure bass that. fishing and your first time your first uh summer being a boater so but now yeah. but we're raising the bar now now i'm going to be expecting more from you next year so absolutely that's how that and, goes and, <laughs> and you'll get more and you'll get days where i still get my ass kicked and days that i still smile and i don't care either way you know every day i go to weigh in whether i weigh fish or not i stand there and watch and mm-hmm. i you know that's just who i am i just Again, I'm that's, rooting everybody's that's, that's everybody. A, that's the other place where you learn some stuff, you know, and I credit our club for this. Cause I don't think a lot of the clubs are this way, but we share a lot of information. You know, we don't give spots per se, but if you tell somebody, Hey, how'd you catch them today? They'll tell you, 
you know, yeah, and, you, and you know, they... and you know, they're not lying. That's the thing. And I know, and I've heard from some of these other clubs that people are tight lipped. They don't tell you nothing. You know, it's like, yeah. well, what the fun is that? You know, no, I, right. I really there's, dig there's... our club for that reason. Right. And like you said, there's, there's different levels to this basket, you know, um, some of them are, you know, paying for their club derbies, you know, some mm-hmm. of them just pay their dues and, you know, do that. And, some of them, you know, rent houses for the week for the TOC and all fish together and, you know, prefit and do all that. And some don't. Mm-hmm. And either way you want to do it is awesome. Either way, whatever way gets people out bass fishing and enjoying it and having a good time, that's what you should do. Well, so. we'll, uh, we'll see you on the water next summer for sure. Um, just don't get too good. I don't, want, I don't want you beating me every time. That's... Get, I, I gotta win. Mad. I gotta win a club derby. That's that's. <laughs> that's a, I, I definitely. That's a great goal. It's a great goal to have, and for uh, sure. I'm sure you'll get there eventually. Yeah, yeah, and uh, oh, I gotta give a shout out to my my partner Amanda. She lives down in Winona, and she just fished um, their bass club over in Wisconsin. And finished number one. Angler of the year co angler. Nice. She started out the day with a 5.25 pound largemouth and one big fish. That's a good start. (laughs) Yep. I got to give a shout out to her because she's a badass and that's why she's my partner. Nice work. Because we're going to go, we're going to be the two chicks in the boat. We're going to bring in five pounders. Nice. That's going to be awesome. Love it. All right, yeah. Dana. Well, thanks for your time. This was great. I'm glad we finally got to catch up. Yeah, and, sounds uh, good. You have uh, you have a good winter up there, and uh, try and stay warm. And we'll see you come spring, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. All I'm right. looking forward to it. All right, good talking to yeah, you. Yeah, bye. Bye.